Thursday, October 22nd, 2015. This is Radio Wave Medjinomics with a friend of Medjugorje. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. Like another silent night Above your deep and dreamless sleep A giant star lights up the sky And while you're lying in the dark There shines an everlasting light For the king has left his throne And is sleeping in a manger tonight 
tonight Oh Bethlehem Would you have missed While you were sleeping Where God became a man And stepped into your world today Oh Bethlehem You will go down in history As a city with no room For its key While you were sleeping While you were sleeping A little town of Jerusalem Looks like another side of night The Father gave His only Son The way, the truth, the life had come But there was no room for Him In the world He came to save Jerusalem, what you had missed While you were sleeping The Savior of the world Is dying on your cross today Jerusalem, you will go down in history as a city with no room for its key While you were sleeping While you were sleeping United States of America Looks like another silent night As we're sung to sleep by philosophies That save the trees and kill the children And while we're lying in the dark There's a shout heard across the eastern sky States of America looks like another silent night. Serious, very serious. Never has our nation faced what we faced. In its 250 plus years of existence, we have never had a heavenly being come down and say, 
the world is in a moment of trial. And people are sleeping. Nations are sleeping. Bethlehem has been the scene recently of violent clashes between Palestinian protesters and Israeli troops. We did our school theme on Israel. It was decided in June this past summer. Israel was in calm. By the time we started September school, the stabbings, the killings, everything started happening. Why does this little tiny, tiny spot on the earth cause so much problem for the world? Why is the focus on the whole Arabs and the radical jihadists focus on this little spot? I was just out of town and a guy came up to me while I was at the car asked me about my car while I was loading it up because he had one just like it behind me asked if I liked it and yes within a minute and a half the conversation of Israel comes up I didn't bring it up he did he just talked about how things were going how things were bad for the state of the country and he said if we forget Israel, this nation is doomed. Why is that? Did you know three independent times through this last trip, Israel came up by somebody we ran across that I didn't know. And they said the same thing. We can't forget Israel or we'll be forgotten. Israel is of God. So why is Bethlehem, the place where the Savior is born, seven miles out of Jerusalem, has so much violence. It happened when the peace of Christ laying in a major, he who was peace, happened with Herod killing innocent babies, trying to slay him. And you think we're in a moment trial, these things won't revisit us? You think everything's coming down? Like I said, everything is falling apart. It's not going to happen. And people were eating, drinking, and marrying each other right up to the time of the flood. We are in a state of seriousness. You have to read the signs of the times with seriousness. You have to approach life with seriousness. You have to look at everything you do with seriousness. You need to think. The universities say, get knowledge. The commercials say, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Their agenda is to indoctrinate you, to liberalize you, to bring you to the left of thinking. So is knowledge bad? Our Lady said that you need knowledge. And so this 2015 year, where we hear the message that the moment of the trial is here, how this year began as we approached toward the end of the year, toward Christmas, and then seeing all these things escalating, and the violence in Jerusalem right there on the streets, a small place, 
is not a big area. It's just a few hundred acres. Has the world's attention. January 2nd, 2015, Our Lady said, Dear children, I am here among you as a mother who desires to help you to come to know the truth. She lived in Bethlehem. Tradition says she was born in Jerusalem. You could walk the distance an hour or more. And she says of that, while I lived your life on earth, I had knowledge of the truth. And by this alone, a piece of heaven on earth. That is why I desire the same for you, my children. The Heavenly Father desires pure hearts filled with the knowledge of the truth. She didn't say, filled with the knowledge of the university truth. Because their truth is in grave error. Professors are instituting things throughout our culture. All the Catholic universities were asked to do a pro-life month. Did they do that? No. October, instead of pro-life, and not doing anything for it, they celebrated all the gender stuff. In fact, they changed October to October, O-U-T-tober. Come out who you are and be proud of it. There are flying rainbow flags over the campuses and they won't mention anything about pro-life. So the universities have their truth. Our lady says she wants you to have the knowledge of truth. God desires this. And that's our problem today. We don't see truth. We don't understand things. We don't interpret things. We don't know how to translate what we hear, even in the news, which is bias, filter it out, what they're saying, to get the story. And what does that mean for us in the world today? There's many things happening that are very alarming that confirm Our Lady's words. This article is called Army of Muslim Men March Through Europe. Scores of refugees flooded into Slovenia on their way to Austria in the last 24 hours, but their gender and sheer crowd size led some observers to note it looks more like an invading army than a peaceful flight of the downtrodden. As Pamela Geller president of the American Freedom Defense Initiative and of Stop Islamization of America, wrote on her blog, in reference to a video of the scene, Watch the video. It's all men. Looks like an army going off to war. And actually, that's exactly what it is. Gateway Pundit picked up on the theme, writing on its own blog, It's like an army marching. The blog reported an estimated 10,000 migrants have walked across Macedonia borders in the span of 24 hours with the latest wave flooding across Europe. All men. PamelaGeller.com posted a link to a petition 
at open petition, calling on more border crackdowns. In part, the text reads, Every day, thousands of people flock to Austria illegally, including not only economic migrants, but also Islamist extremists. Alone, because of their sheer mass, they are no longer integrated. We Australians are given the new migration of peoples, is increasingly becoming a minority in their own country. Without batting an eyelid, our politicians act irresponsibly and completely destroy our future. For too long, they see this crisis passively. We say, enough. We therefore call for the resignation of the Austrian government and new elections. The petition also calls for the closure of the Austrian borders for economic migrants and Islamists and the reversal of refugee flow of illegals from Europe. Only by implementing these measures is a solution to the current refugee crisis possible, the petition states. According to the weekly demographic updates on migrants put out by the United Nations, 65% of the migrants flowing into Europe in 2015 have been healthy men aged 18 to 45, and most observers say that that figure has been severely underplayed. As recently as four weeks ago, the UN data showed 75% men, but as that figure began to be widely reported, it has dropped every week since to 71% three weeks ago, then 69% last week, and 65% this week. But even at 65%, that's still an extraordinary number and represents a historic shift in Islamic population, says Islam expert Robert Spencer. The Islamic doctrine of migration is a form of stealth jihad, he said. To emigrate in the cause of Allah, that is to move to a new land in order to bring Islam there, is considered in Islam to be a highly meritorious act, Spencer wrote in Front Page magazine. He cited the following Quranic text, And whoever emigrates for the cause of Allah will find on the earth many locations and abundance, says the Quran. And whoever leaves his home as an emigrant to Allah and his messengers and then death overtakes him, his reward has already become incumbent upon Allah, and Allah is forever forgiving and merciful. And now, looking at Europe and America, a migration invasion of a much greater magnitude is underway. Operatives for the Islamic State, also called ISIS, having openly bragged about using the refugee system to infiltrate Europe and the United States. In February, an operative of ISIS told BuzzFeed that the terrorist organization already had 4,000 trained fighters inside Europe. The United States of America is facing its greatest pearl that the Republic has ever had. And I can say that with the knowledge of truth because truth descends and tells us the world is in a moment of trial. That gives us a slant 
that gives us a perspective that the media, the experts, none of them have that. And we're not experts. But because we believe in Our Lady, and we believe what she says, and in over our two centuries of history, just of the nation, we've never heard from heaven so directly, so clearly, a gauge or a thermometer to measure how serious what it is that we face. So that's why I began with how serious we should be looking at everything. This is not a time to continue life as you know it. It's a time to parallel in anticipation of the new life that's coming because we understand life as we know it is going to change and that's straight out of Yvonne the visionary's mouth. So why would you continue investing the way you invest and doing the same thing you've been doing. It's going away. She says, the Virgin Mary, is falling apart. Everything's passing. And you're just passing your time. You're just going to continue. You don't keep one foot on the dock, one foot on the boat, while the boat is drifting away. You want to stay in the middle? Where do you end up? In the water. If you can't swim, you drown. You got to be on one or the other. The safest place is on the land, the dock. This was worth repeating. They said when the UN saw that these numbers of these Muslims coming in, these immigrants, was widely reported. And I want to add to that, if you looked at all the headlines on the newspapers, just as you passed the stand, you saw all of them men. So I even question, with knowledge of truth, of how to see things, that when they reported as high as 75%, the pictures didn't show that. It was 95, 98% all men, probably more than that. Throngs of thousands walking, all are men, all military age, all young. So when the United Nations reports 75%, and then the next couple of weeks, 68%, and then finally after three changes down to 65%, they don't want you to see that. See, they're part of the system. It's underneath their thumb. So don't even take credibility if they'll do that in the fact that they reported originally it was 75%. The pictures don't show that. But you know what you go see now if you go look today? They're showing women and the children. Selected pictures. If you have the knowledge of truth that God desires you to have, you'll be able to see and read these things. Something's going on. I don't believe the 75% down to 65% is accurate. As a result of it being widely reported, it would alarm people. But it's worth repeating what was just read. With the Islamic doctrine of migration, it is hailed by them as a form of stealth jihad. To immigrate in the case of Allah, 
That is, to move to a new land in order to bring Islam there is considered in Islam to be a highly meritorious act. How much more do you need to understand what's taking place? What will motivate you to get aggressively active in your future? First is to acquire knowledge, like I already said, but not the world's knowledge. Knowledge as we know it, as we define it, is bad to have. I was reading earlier today about gun rights and about how the rural white people are uneducated, and that's why we have that, when the great loftiness of our forefathers and their intelligence and wisdom gave us a Second Amendment right to protect us not from criminals, but from government. People could say, oh, they're just right-wing. What the professor was writing about from UCLA, School of Law, was that the people are more intelligent in the city. They're much more brighter. We quoted recently on a show a couple of months ago about send me the Alabamians because they fought in World War II and World War I with not only wisdom, but ferociousness. We're to be tied to the land. Those in the rural areas have future. Those who have it in the city don't. This has been proven throughout history. Where people congregate in such large numbers is a disaster when catastrophe hits. We're in an explosive position. We have a perfect storm coming up. The alignment of many things. In 1929, when the crash happened, we were a rural people. In our growing way of life, you gain wisdom. You have a lot of knowledge. You have a lot of ability. You have an intelligent, general intelligence. In other words, common sense. Our ladies call for that. That Jesus Christ was common sense. Quote, she said, Jesus is the light of salvation and common sense. In other words, common sense is the light. And you learn it by doing what God told Adam, by the sweat of your brow you shall eat. But we say by the trucks, 1,500 miles away, bringing our food to us, shall we eat. By our paycheck, running to the grocery store, buying that food that we think is so dependable on us, by shall we eat. This is not the knowledge of truth. And this is not the knowledge of the future. And you better be really second-guessing that, third-guessing and fourth-guessing it, because it's gone. It can't be depended on. And if what I'm saying is wrong, and I tell you it's not wrong, but if you want to say, oh, he's wrong, or maybe not so, or maybe 10 years from now, what do you lose by going ahead and creating your own system and buying your land and getting out in the rural areas? You're going to see this storm hit. And in 1929, we can absorb a shock like the stock market crash. Because we had people who had resilience. They had common sense. They had ability. We had an infrastructure of getting food to our mouth from our own ground. And if it wasn't from that, it was very local. And I'm not with the greenies, but, oh, this is local. This is local food. It's not about the trendy things. 
It's about the reality of things. The knowledge of truth, the world you need to be right now. And get into community. Get there as quick as you can because you're not going to make it as an independent family going by your hundred acres. You can't take care of everything. You need other people with you, like-minded people. That's why people are yearning for community. They just don't know how to put it in the infrastructure of such. We were just at the 12 Star Community down in Georgia. We did a retreat. The purpose we went down there is to bring them more together. They were illuminated to things. We went from there to a farm show down in Georgia. Things click with them when they see that. But we're on a limited time schedule. You don't have the next 20 years to do what you need to do. You have today. That everything you can do today, you need to do it. Because you got nowhere to go. You can't run off someplace. This is an excerpt from an article called America is a Bomb Waiting to Explode. In the past, people were in rural communities. They could grow food. They had real communities. They also had self-control and a conception of morality. Today, if the supply lines go down, you are stuck in a house you can't heat surrounded by millions of FDA-approved drug addicts who are going psycho because they have run out of juice and people who would murder their own grandmother to get a cut-price iPhone. I would argue that the right shock event or combination of shock events will detonate the explosive. Potential detonators happen all the time. Either they are contained or they are simply incapable with the incompatible with the explosive or they don't go off. But that doesn't mean it's never going to happen or that we are not sitting on a mountain of explosives. There was one such potential detonator, which presently has not gone off, in the UK just last week. The UK's independent reported Friday that experts were staggered after Pauline Kafferke, who had been brought to London of all places, rapidly declined after being declared cured from Ebola. This woman has been allowed out into the community, still sick with Ebola, and managed to visit Mosnick Primary School in East Kilbridge, South Lanarkshire, on Monday to thank children for their fundraising efforts. We will assume these events had their origins in incompetency. The fact is, we have a woman dying from Ebola in the UK's largest population center. What if there is more incompetence? Boris Johnson, the current mayor of London, primed the British public for the possibility of Ebola in London just last week. Perhaps he knows something we don't. What do you think will happen if people start dying from Ebola in London or New York? The natural response will be to get out of the urban center as quickly as possible. During the Great Plague of London in 1665, for example, Defoe wrote, Nothing was to be seen but wagons and carts, with goods, women, servants, children, coaches filled with people of the better sort, and horsemen attending them, and all hurrying away. 
Once the better-off city people reach the countryside, there will be instant resistance from the host population, not least because they will not want potentially infected people entering their communities. Meanwhile, the poor people who are left in the cities will run out of food in short order as suppliers refuse to enter the city. Those who fled London in 1665 had somewhere to go. They were returning to the fields that fed them. Today the fields which feed us are largely in other countries, and the ones which are in our own are mainly owned by large corporations. I am not predicting exactly this scenario for the U.S. or for any other country. I'm saying that all the ingredients are there for complete breakdown and large-scale deaths given the right initiating incident. I am saying that volatility is baked into the cake, even into the cake of what today looks and feels normal. I'm saying that while it may be possible to keep loading box upon box of societal semtex into the truck, given the right detonator, the collapse will be swift, unstoppable, and devastating. And we, as our lady's children, can add another ingredient to that baked cake this article just was talking about. And that ingredient reads like this. The world is in a moment of trial because it has forgotten and abandoned God. That tells us more than anything else can tell us. We don't have to have this information. And yet we have both information and all these messages and our children aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. Then I approach it with enough aggressiveness. We can't do it with anxiety. We can't do it in panic. We have to do our prayers, our fasting. Everything we're supposed to do is purify ourselves. But we need to begin walking. And we need to move. We're looking right now at the presidential race. We're thinking this candidate and that candidate. We're looking to them more to them, really, in reality, even though we believe in Our Lady as a solution than what God's solution is. There is no political solution for the economy, our debt, our situation, the caliphate that's coming, our government, our freedom loss. Because what Ali has shown us, what Ali has relayed to us, is this is a result of sin and the consequences are now catching up with us after decades of this. It's payback time. Our choice in the election coming up should be viewed as the way we would normally look at what's said, how they react. But who do we want to crash land the plane? Because there's going to be casualties. There's going to be a great depopulation. There's going to be a destruction of the infrastructure as we know it. Life will change. 
And where is the best haven to be except underneath the latest mantle? And once underneath that mantle, where is the best place to be physically except biblically living closer to the soil and closer to God? All these immigrants going through Macedonia, 10,000 in 24 hours, that's in the Medjugorje region. No place is safe, not even Medjugorje. So why would you think it'd be so for you? So our only solution is what God's bringing to us through the Holy Virgin Mary. Contemplate that. You have to change your situation Take those first steps. The first step is take your funds, your retirement. I was speaking to several people that's lost so much in their retirement. The IRAs, some of them $100,000, some more, some less. When they could have put it in the miraculous metal magical round. We designed that for the purpose of taking immediate steps, taking your funds and put it in something that intrinsically has value. But that's not the answer. The answer when you're hungry is to go in the steak that you put there three months before, that when you killed your cow, you were storing it and eat it. That's the purpose of it. So putting this into your funds or your savings or your retirement into the miraculous amount you go around is to have something that protects it, just like the freezing of the steak won't make it go rotten. And you can eat it three months down the road to get you into the land three months down the road or a year from now, even if it takes that long. Or join in a community, or buy into a community with shared values of understanding what the future is about. For the miraculous metal Medjugorje around, you can contact Frank Williams with Global Silver Investors, toll free, 877-936-7686. Again, that's 877-936-7686. The email address is globalsilverinvestors at yahoo.com, and the website is globalsilverinvestors.com with general information. So today, all these words should be reflected on. It should be something you think about. It should be something when you wake up, you're thinking about it. Because everything depends on your decision for your future. And that's invested today in the Holy Virgin Mary of Medjugorje. We wish you Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Medjinomics show with a friend of Medjugorje. To order this show on CD, you can contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. Again, 205-672-2000. Thank you for listening.